0: We are hopping on the plane. I put the post up, you know, does anybody have any hookup for Super Bowl tickets? And by the time we landed, I had a line on two tickets. Well, the Friday night before, we're just out partying. You know, we're hitting bars. We're doing whatever. And this is where it gets super crazy. Guy hands me his phone, and it's a Google sheet. And he says, put your name on this sheet. You're going to be on Good Morning America.
1: Welcome to Million Dollar Flip Flops, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey to unlock the secrets of living life to the fullest. In this podcast, we dive deep into the minds of thought leaders, game changers, and business builders from around the world. If you're a business owner feeling trapped, overwhelmed, and longing for the time freedom you once dreamt of, this podcast is your beacon of hope. Buckle up, because here we go. What's going on, gang? I
0: was just a guest on a podcast, and they asked a question which I hadn't thought about in years. I don't know where they dug it up, but it was about the time I had bagels at the Super Bowl with Drew Brees. And there are so many crazy things about that weekend uh, that I haven't thought about in years. And when I really started applying it to business, you realize how many of those principles, and there's two or three of them that I'm applying every day in this business as we grow it, and the foundation for that matter, too. So a few years back, the Broncos were playing the Panthers in the Super Bowl, and at the time, I'm not a big football guy. I'm a baseball guy. i played baseball, coached baseball, all those things. But I got really into the Panthers because I was living in Charlotte, could go to the games all the time, and I was volunteering for Cam Newton's foundation and went to kicking it with Cam, the um it's like celebrity kickball game that they do. Uh, I was at the Cam Newton Gala. There was just I was connected a lot to the Panthers. And at the time I was living uptown in Charlotte, so I would see Cam Newton once a week walking home. Um he lived you know, we're in the same building as Michael Jordan, downtown um, or uptown if you're from Charlotte. And so I was just really connected to the Panthers. So they had an amazing season. I went to a bunch of the games and they made it to the Super Bowl. Awesome, right? Well, how the hell am I going to get Super Bowl tickets? <laughs> That's like a next level thing. I don't have any connections really in the NFL, you know, and um, we decided to just go ahead and fly out there I was me and my buddy Bill at the time, and my friend Matt came too. He was out there DJing actually. And just see what happens. And we're on our way out, and I just put a post on might even have been Snapchat at the time, but I put a post up that said, hey, I'm heading to the Super Bowl. I have no tickets. Does anybody know anybody? And it's just very you never know who knows who, who knows what. You know, you just you have to ask the question. You can't be afraid to ask the question. And this came up last week. We were in Austin at the live event. And Grant, one of the attendees, um, said, you know, a lot of his successes just come from not being afraid to ask. Ask for the sale, ask for what you need. I just ask for help from people. Most people are willing to help you. And so that's what I did. We were hopping on a plane. I put the post up. You know, does anybody have any hookup for Super Bowl tickets? And by the time we landed, I had a line on two tickets and also a crazy story. It was like a guy from the golf league, uh, it was his friend's mom <laughs> worked for one of the major national beer distributors. And we, I said, bro, I'm in, you know, let me know how much and it's 1200 bucks. And this is ended up being in the eighth row of the end zone. So those tickets on StubHub at the time were going for five, $6,000 a piece. I had no idea if this was going to come through. I just said, yeah, we're in. Ultimately, ended up having to meet his mom outside the stadium, just this crazy series of events, um, and have no idea if it's actually going to work out or not. And I'm not looking for any other tickets at that point. I'm just hoping that this is going to work. And uh, ultimately, we get the tickets. So that's how we were going to the Super Bowl. Great. Well, the Friday night before, we went out just downtown. This is in San Francisco. And we're just out partying, you know, we're hitting bars, we're doing whatever. And this is where it gets super crazy. Guy hands me his phone and it's a Google sheet. And he says, Put your name on this sheet. You're going to be on Good Morning America. And I'm like, Okay, buddy. Yeah, whatever. But what's the worst thing that can happen? It's kind of like when, you know, in this business, when you give a lead magnet or you sign up your email. (laughs) for something. And maybe it's crap. Maybe it changes your life, but what's the worst thing that can happen? You know, they have your email, very similar situation. So I'm like, yeah, okay, done. So me and my buddy, we both put our names on this list, not expecting anything at all. Well, one 30 in the morning, we're still out at the bar and we get an email. (laughs) that says show up at this address at four in the morning and you know keeping in mind we're west coast right so it was good morning america's shooting time on the east coast and so we show up and now it's a little bit riskier it's okay what's going to happen when i actually show up at the, am i going to lose a kidney am i going to get robbed <laughs> we have it was so unprofessional i guess is the way to put it it's not like there was a producer walking around it was a dude with a spreadsheet and we show up why not incredibly tired at this point and we're outside of where they had the everything you saw for the super bowl that year kind of inside where everybody was filming and they had the fake field and all those things that's what we were outside of and we waited security ultimately took us in and we had the time of our lives we were Backstage of Good Morning America and sitting there waiting to go on as Panthers fans. And I'm eating a bagel or I'm putting cream cheese on a bagel. And I look over to my left and it's Drew Brees. And I go, hey, Drew. He goes, Hey, buddy. I go, can I get a picture? Sure. And I have that picture of me, of me and Drew Brees eating bagels. And right after Drew Brees walks in JJ Watt. So it's me and Drew and JJ Watt, my buddy Bill and a handful of strangers sitting there in the back room at Good Morning America, eating bagels, all because I put my name on a spreadsheet. Hey gang, it's Roderick, and I hope you're enjoying today's show. What I've found as a lifelong entrepreneur, and certainly in coaching other entrepreneurs around the world for the last 20 years, is that we all pass through five phases on our business journey, from the believer to the business Buddha. You need the first two, you want the last two, but sadly, most of us get stuck in the middle and start the cycle over, some of us forever. Knowing where you are reveals a clear path for where you need to go. I've created a free quiz that when answered honestly, will tell you where you currently are, but most importantly, will reveal your next steps. You can take the quiz right now at milliondollarflipflopscom forward slash quiz. This has taken me 20 years of in the trenches, trial and error to develop, and it's designed to change the way you look at your business and your life forever. Are you the showman? Are you the anxious philosopher? Maybe you're the peaceful warrior. There's only one way to find out. Take the free quiz now at milliondollarfootflops.com forward slash quiz and see where you land. The results may shock you. Now back to the show. So go into the show. Uh, we're there with all the Denver Broncos cheerleaders. The whole thing is nuts. We're on we're on air for 10 or 15 minutes. And I come out to my cell phone just, dude, are you on Good Morning America right now? <laughs> is that you? And my friends who know me know that crazy stuff like that happens to me all the time. But why? Because what's the worst thing that's going to happen? I'm going to put my name on this spreadsheet. If nobody ever calls me, nobody ever calls me. It doesn't really matter. Um, And these opportunities come up, right? And it's it's that whole principle of putting yourself in the place to have opportunities like that. And I think back on just last week, we were in Austin for this live event that Amber V put on, and the room's full of amazing people: Hal Elrod, Justin Donald, Mark Murphy zoomed in, uh, Daryl Stinson. I mean, there's just there was all these Bahare, Doctor Neha. I mean, Jay Wong, (laughs) Katrina Scarlett, like a lot of people that are going to be on this show in the coming weeks actually. Um, But it's the same thing. You show up to an event like that. You don't know exactly what, what's going to be, what you're going to get out of it. You got to fly across the country. You know, you pay the money to enter something like this and it was unbelievable. And we put our needs up on the board on these giant post-its, which was a great, great idea. And mine was more podcast guests. And, 20 people for there's only 30 people in the room. It was intentionally small, but 20 people signed up to be on this show. And these are pretty high profile people. And it's because I took the chance and it's because I asked for what I needed. I, I didn't say I'm this glorious podcaster. You should feel lucky to be. No, I want you guys on my show. I want you to be able to spread your message as much as I want to spread mine. And Just that principle alone is creating the space for luck to happen. I think it was—I don't know if it was Edison or Ford. It was one of them that said, "The harder I work, the more luck I have." And man, is that true? And it's so true in this business that I'm starting. You know, million-dollar flip-flops is not that old. It's not the first business I've started, which is why it it has moved faster than you know if you started something from scratch for the first time. But I tell everybody all the time, you know, I've got a huge why and our why is the foundation and sending a million kids abroad in my lifetime, but I have no idea how I'm going to get there and I don't care. The, the book was intended to just be a self published little thing I threw on Amazon. So people who wanted to know about me could read about me Um, and my experience, what I do with people, et cetera. And it ends up being a number one bestseller in seven categories. I could not have told you that that was going to happen I just walked through an open door. In that case, it was Amber and her company, and it turned into all of these other opportunities. It's the reason I was in Austin and met all of these other people. And I know you see things like that in your life, but you also have to consider the people who never take that first step. You know, the the book starts out, I don't know if it's the first or second chapter, but it's about hopping in the car with a pile full of positive affirmations and no idea where we're going i've got no map i've got no gps i I just hop in and i feel great and that's not what this thing is about it's i know my end goal i just don't care which road i take on that road trip to get there this podcast is a great example could i have told you that 12 months ago we'd be doing this podcast absolutely not um i love listening to podcasts and. I'm trying to create things that I enjoy. And if you look at the coaching practice, I'm creating things that I wish I had when I was a business owner. And how I get there though, and what that method looks like doesn't really matter. I know who I am, I know how I wanna show up, I know what I want, and how I get there, I just walk through open doors that feel good. I put my name on the spreadsheet if if it feels right you know it's and that's how you end up on good morning america that's how you end up with these opportunities and i think the second part of that is the analogy i've heard before is if you're single and your closet is full if you make room in your closet for someone to come in your life right you remove half of the clothes from the closet magically the universe responds by giving you a person where if everything's full and you're shut down and you physically and mentally don't have the space for that thing to come in. it won't. you know the the world only gives you what you can handle. and I think creating the space for these opportunities is what I'm getting at is is how I run this business, it's how we build the foundation. It is having no expectation. just knowing where I want to go, how I want to get there isn't up to me. so, How can you apply that in your life? How can you take your situation and just start to walk through open doors that feel good? Maybe you end up on Good Morning America. Maybe you end up hanging out with Drew Brees and the Broncos cheerleaders. You literally never know where that first step is going to lead to 10, 11, 12 steps down the road. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I know the guy's gonna come in and tell you to subscribe, but if you could subscribe and tell a friend, it would mean the world to me. So until next time,
1: we'll see ya. I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Million Dollar Flip Flop Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on your chosen platform that you listen on. If this episode make you think of someone, go ahead, Take a screenshot and share this episode with them or post it on your social media to share with your friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links in the description of this episode. If you want to see more behind the scenes with Roderick and his guests, be sure to find them on Instagram. It's also where we can have deeper conversations on these episodes. Go to www.instagram.com forward slash million dollar flip flops until next time.